Okay, so uh, hello to everyone from uh, Jerusalem. Uh, we have very, very little time, so I'd like to uh, start uh, immediately. Uh, you can see I've uh, prepared a few illustrations for you to make it more interactive. So uh, Russian-speaking uh, Jews in Israel or Israelis uh, from former Soviet Union. So just to start the whole story, I would like to uh, uh, make a very short introduction. Think of the next fact. All the prime ministers of Israel, all of them, are either first generation of those who were born in Russian Empire, I mean, before the Soviet Union, or second generation of those who were born in Russian Empire. Why I'm saying that in the beginning? Because when we speak about Russian-speaking Jewry, about post-Soviet Jewry, it's not immigration. It's repatriation because they come home, because they were dreaming about Israel, they were thinking about Israel, and when they come to uh, Israel, they definitely feel that they came home. And you can see this picture, which I think is very touching, that shows uh, a brother and sister that met when the brother made Aliyah and his sister were living here for many times. So just for you to understand, this is the former Soviet Union. Um, the biggest country on earth, uh, more than 30 uh, million square kilometers, which is three times the United States. I don't want to even count to compare to Israel. And um, 30% of the Olim, including 70s and including uh, 80s, uh, the, including 70s and 90s, come from Russia, about 30% from Ukraine, about 10% from other European states, which is Moldova, Belarus, and the Baltic states, uh, and uh, about 30% from a Caucasian and Central Asian states, which is Azerbaijan and Uzbekistan and Kazakhstan, uh, so on. Uh, and they added actually 15 percent Jewish population when they came, about 80 percent of the Olim were Ashkenaz and about 20 percent from uh, what we call mountain Jews and uh, Bukharian Jews. Now, uh, demography, uh, as we said, and now identity. Uh, 70 percent of them are Halachic Jews, meaning the mother is Jewish. About 10 percent is second generation to Jews, meaning a, a son or a daughter to a Jew, about 10% third generation, and about 10% even less poses. Um, very Zionist, very patriotic. 90% uh, in the polls last year say they are Zionist, which is higher than any percentage even uh, beyond uh, other um, Israeli uh, groups. The religious identity, about 65% today consider themselves secular, about 28 traditional, about 5% religious, about 2% ultra-Orthodox, primarily Chabad. Uh, I don't have time to explain why, so we will just run with, uh, uh, with the data. Uh, economy. Uh, the economic views are um, the older generation uh, thinks welfare state, and the younger uh, are very liberal in the matter of just give us the instruments and we will uh, give us the open market and we will get whatever we want. Um, they have the highest participation in the labor force in Israel, about 90%. Their academic education when they came was highest 
uh, out of every uh, other aliyah, about 50% with academic education, almost twice from uh, Israeli average, almost twice uh, master degrees. Uh, majority uh, had uh, education in exact sciences, engineering and life sciences. Uh, many of which was uh, integrated within the labor market with Israel in Israel and definitely during the first 10 years many of them didn't work in the field and we know all these stories when the professor of physics was cleaning a street these is, these stories unfortunately were true uh, economic status you see this uh, wonderful uh, painting by uh, Lisa Cherkasky um, uh, showing a kind of, uh, Zoya Cherkasky, sorry, showing kind of uh, a poor family of Olim from former Soviet Union. Um, this is definitely was right in the first 10 years, but after that, definitely, I think that majority, full majority of the younger generation uh, is the middle class and the older generation still are more poor and, and depend on, on uh, aid, but on the other hand, we have those who made money outside and then came uh, with uh, extreme wealth. And we have also those who came in the beginning of 90s and then left and made money and came back. And if you want to see the contrast, so the next picture, this is the mansion of a, a Jew that uh, had made money in Russia and then came to Israel and and made Israel its home. This is in Caesarea. The man is Valerie Kogan, the owner of one of the biggest airports of uh, Russia. Uh, settlement. Sorry, uh, before that, settlement. Uh, the majority live in big cities Ashdod, Ashkelon, Rishon Lezion, Haifa, where the labor is, but big part in the periphery Galilee, Golan, Negev, Judea, and Samaria, about 30% of the citizens of Judea and Samaria and West uh, Jerusalem, the Jewish neighborhoods of West Jerusalem are from the former Soviet Union. And uh, those who came from big cities went primarily to the big cities. 30% of Jews above the green line, as I told you, uh, are uh, from former Soviet uh, Union. Politics, and this is definitely uh, very interesting and uh, relevant. They're very right-wing, definitely the older generation. Uh, why? Uh, very briefly, they come from a superpower mentality, a real politic. You defeat your enemy and you don't negotiate, no trust to UN and Europe against any concessions, very patriotic, understand the value of nation state of the Jewish people and they will not give up. Um, you see in this picture, uh, as a Prime Minister meets uh, veterans of the World War II, Jewish veterans from the World War II, all from the former Soviet Union. And this nice uh, young man next to the Prime Minister is his uh, former advisor who is uh, speaking to you now. Uh, this picture is nine years uh, old. Um, they are very active politically. In the national level, you definitely know that after six years uh, from the beginning of Aliyah, the Russian-speaking Olim uh, created their own party, head by Natan Sharansky, then the symbol of the Russian, uh, of the Soviet Jewry, and uh, uh, Avigdor Lieberman created his party in 1999. And uh, until today, uh, their voting uh, is uh, in the following way. There are about 20 mandates. Let's 
generalized, uh, which 70% of them go to Likud and Israel Beteno, which is a big deliberative party. About 20%, mostly the young generation, vote for the center parties. About 5% vote to Shas, uh, the Buharian and Mountain Jews who are Sephardic vote to Shaz and very, very little support to left, so those primarily who are younger and newer. Um, okay, international connections. Well, as you may understand, um, the Olim from the former Soviet Union has very, very, very various backgrounds and they, there are those who come from Russia and Ukraine and Baltic states who are today members of the EU, so they're part of Europe. And we have those who come from Azerbaijan who understand Iran and we uh, have those who came from uh, Uzbekistan and Georgia who definitely understand more Asia and, and Turkey. And today we have another million of Russian speaking Jews who left to the North America. So every family of Israelis from former Soviet Union has family in the United States and Canada, in uh, Germany. Uh, so the internationalism is very, very wide. And in this picture, you can see a um, uh, former uh, foreign minister, Viktor Lieberman, speaks with the president of Russia, Putin. You definitely can see that they speak uh, the same uh, language, not only in matter of words. Uh, security. A huge contribution to security. Um, well, definitely, I think that we can consider their political views and voting as a contribution to security, but high percentage of recruitment to IDF one of the highest to combat units today, high percentage of uh, in technological units, officers as myself, uh, intelligence and cyber, took years of suspicion and the stereotypes, but definitely today it's all over. Uh, Shabak, Shin Bet, you can see on the right side of this picture, the former deputy head of uh, Shin Bet, Itzhak Ilan, uh, born in the Soviet Union in Georgia. And on the left, you can see Brigadier General um, today, he's Brigadier General uh, already, uh, Roman Goffman, who definitely is one of the most popular combat uh, senior officers. Many engineers were integrated in military industries, many of those who were working in the military uh, industries in the former Soviet Union. Definitely space is another area of uh, security where the former uh, uh, engineers from the former Soviet Union were integrated when they came to Israel. Um, science, you can see this uh, very nice guy, Professor Michael Zinigrad, who is the rector of the University of Shomron in Ariel. Uh, generally, if you go to Shomron University, I think that half of the staff uh, speaks Russian between themselves. Um, a lot of researchers in academic, uh, in academic institutions in the first line, like Weizmann Institute and Technion uh, are from the former Soviet Union. Technology and high-tech. Uh, well, you can see on this picture, uh, Dr. Kira Radinsky, who was named one of the most influential uh, scientists uh, in Israel and one of the most influential Israeli science, young scientists in the world. Uh, definitely many engineers and medium level managers in Israeli high tech and definitely uh, they brought boost to low tech industrial industrial engineering and uh, technical professionals. Um, I know that uh, I read some interview on uh, Shmuel uh, Donnerstein, the owner of uh, Rav Barir, one of the 
biggest uh, you know locking technologies uh, company and he says that you just get into our um, uh, plants and you hear only Russian. Um, medicine, 30% uh, of doctors from the beginning of 19th until now are those who came from the former Soviet Union and they soon retire, which makes a huge problem of shortage in Israeli um, medical system. You can see on this picture, Professor Leonid Edelman, who is former head of Israeli Medical Association, I think the most uh, symbolic and uh, popular uh, of uh, all of them. Uh, government, meaning professional level, um, Unfortunately, not represented enough proportionally in management position with few exceptions. And I think the biggest exception that I can remember is the professor Eugene Kandel, who was born in Moscow, but made his academic career in uh, America and then came back. He was former head of the National Economic Council, uh, which I was spokesman of when he was the head. And uh, he was Netanyahu's nominee to be the head of the Central Bank of uh, Israel. Media, well, uh, there is a various and very, very wide Russian-speaking media in Israel. Uh, one, two TV, TV channels, three radio stations, uh, lots of newspapers. Uh, and definitely we today already can speak about very wide uh, integration of uh, Russian-speaking um, journalists within the mainstream Israeli media. Here you can see Alexandra Lukash, who is the anchor of... Uh, uh, the Wynet TV, the biggest uh, online portal and biggest online TV station uh, in uh, Israel, in mainstream media, you definitely can see Yuna Leibson in uh, uh, 12 and Anna Barsky in Mariv and uh, Dan Dobin in Galatz and so on and so on. It will definitely, it will, uh, definitely rise. Uh, social media influencers, the most influential I think uh, rated for many years as the most inflation and I think the, one of the most, the funniest guys in Israel, his name is Evgeny Zerubinsky, whoever understands Hebrew, follow him, you will uh, like it. Um, well, definitely culture, this is the building of uh, Gesher Theater in Jaffa, one of the most popular uh, theaters today. Um, sports, well, if you speak about sports, uh, you definitely must speak about Chachmat. So this is Boris Gelfin, the grandmaster, who is almost uh, the champion of the world. Um, and I would like to say a few words also about the stereotypes um, that, you know, during the first years, uh, people spoke about a uh, lack of loyalty, that, you know, every Ole from the former Soviet Union is a KGB agent. Definitely today, everybody understands that it's total lie and loss uh, that uh, we think, thought like that. Uh, contrary to all the stereotypes, uh, police statistics say that um, Olim from former Soviet Union are involved in crime proportionally to their representation. No more. Uh, all the accusations of mafia involvement were not proven. All the accusations of uh, uh, higher crime of uh, alcohol consumption was not proven. And uh, because of the high percentage of uh, secular and high percentage of uh, simulated families, as I told you before, they were accused of being non-Jewish. And this is also not true, as I told you already. Um, and I must tell that many of the stereotypes mainly maintained because of the structure of the Israeli multi-partisan political system, when every sectorial party maintains uh, image of enemy and 
other social group in Israel, um, emigration, uh, lots of stereotypes about the fact that Russian speaking Israelis leave Israel. This is also a stereotype and uh, a lie. Only about 88% left Israel, primarily to North America to study and to work and make business, but also uh, left for good. But again, we don't know when people come back. You know, Eugene Kandel, Professor Kandel, was also one of those who we thought that left and then he came back and became one of the most influential economists in Israel. But definitely more young, primarily for economic reasons, uh, people uh, leave and uh, we really hope that they will be back. Uh, one word about the future, I think that in the future, the contribution of the uh, second generation of the Olim from the former Soviet Union will be much higher than the first generation because they will be fully Israelis, they will be more traditional, they will have more connections, they will have more financial resources, and their families and friends in former Soviet Union, North America, and Europe, which they connected to, will also be much more influential in, that, in, in those countries, so definitely I think that uh, they will be uh, much more influential. I finished, and if you have uh, questions, I'll be happy to answer. Hey, thank you so much for that. What are the I views see. of the Russian? Sorry? Yeah. What are the views of the Russian? See the questions. Are those the questions to answer? Yeah, I'll be asking them though. Okay, good. Okay. What are the views of the Russian community on democratic norms such as free, such as free speech, judicial independence, and free elections? Well, I think this is another stereotype. Definitely Jews who came to Israel, they understand democracy, definitely the second generation. Sometimes they are accused of not understanding democracy just because they want order. They want to, the state to take control, not meaning that not to give freedom to the citizens, but definitely be organized and, and to control the situation and to definitely in a state that fights the enemies. So I think there is, uh, it's a stereotype that they uh, don't have a democratic mentality. Mm. Can you give us an idea of the numbers and demographics of the remaining Jews in the former Soviet Union? Yes. Yeah. Well, I, can just read the questions if the answer so far. Can you give us an idea of the numbers and demographics of the Jewish communities remaining in Russia and the former Soviet Union? Well, very roughly, it very depends who you ask and what you consider Jewish. But uh, we speak about about 800,000 of Jews and part of, the, of their families. Um, Okay, I think we lost him again. Oh, there you are. Are you back with us? Hello? Hello, we lost you for a moment there. Hello? Hello? Stacy, can you hear me? Yes. 
Hold on. Hi, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Okay, want to read the question? So you want me just to, uh, to read an answer? Okay, I'll, I'll read the next question. Uh, what is your personal story regarding your alia? Hello? Stacy, I cannot hear you. I think we lost him again. I'm so sorry about this technical difficulty, everyone. Okay, can you hear me? I would be happy to answer those questions that I got because they're amazing. Sure, of course. Why don't you pick two questions and then we'll have to end two. it up with that. Okay, so uh, I think this is a very good question. You have painted a rosy picture of integration of Russian immigrants, but we recall reading in real time of the difficulties professional Russians, especially doctors, had in, in obtaining Israeli licenses because of more uh, strengthened Israeli requirements and standards. Could you com comment? So first of all, I would like to comment there are no Russian immigrants in Israel. There are Russian-speaking Jewish Israelis repatriated to their homeland. Russians are in Russia, we're Jews. My mother's last name is Israel. That's the last name she was living with in a former Soviet Union. Now concerning the uh, rosy picture of integration, yes, I told that during the first decade uh, there were lots of uh, problems and many of the educated people were not integrated in their field of uh, work, but these times are uh, very much over. I mean, uh, definitely today, uh, every uh, young uh, generation of those who either came in a very small age or uh, grew up in Israel. I came when I was 16 alone. I don't consider myself, you know, I consider myself Israel. I grew up here, so uh, I don't have any problem of integration. But again, yes, there are, you know, um, fights between every group in Israel. I don't see that there is any discrimination, but I think in the governmental uh, sector yet there are more problems, but I'm not sure the problems of integration are because they're not wanted. I think that they just don't want to go to the government professional um, positions. I think everywhere the Russian-speaking Israelis want to be integrated, they're integrated. I, I don't think that, that there is any problem of stopping them. And if there is, it's very marginal. I think it's, it's not relevant to 2020. Um, 
What about useful ties of Russian Olim to Arabs as long-term clients of Russia? I think, I think those who knew Arabs uh, are retired already, but definitely there is a very well understanding of the Arab worlds uh, from uh, Russia, definitely, from former Soviet Union. How significant is the Russian mob in Israel today? Come on, guys, it's not serious. I told you, all these accusations are false. No, any evidence we had uh, about Russian mob. Uh, do Russian Jews from the recent allies feel discriminated against? As I told, what is the intermarriage rate between Russians? Guys, I don't like the word Russians. They're Russian-speaking Israelis. Russians are in Russia. Uh, and also, you must understand that the Israelis who came from the former Soviet Union, only 30% came from Russia. Many of them came not from Russia, and it's a very big difference. Those who came from Uzbekistan or Azerbaijan are very, very different to those who came from Russia, from St. Petersburg, from Moscow. Um, All right, Mr. Selsky, I'm so sorry. We have come okay. to the close of our webinar. Thank you again so much for joining us. Thank you. And again, uh, peace from Jerusalem. Thank you. Tune in on Wednesday for Mr. Perry's weekly update at 3 p.m. Eastern on All Things Israeli, as well as Dr. Amatsia Barams Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern speaking on Iraq and turmoil. Turmoil, what does the future hold? Uh, please be sure to check out our website, www.meforum.org, our YouTube channel and SoundCloud for recordings of past webinars. Thank you all for joining us and I hope you have a wonderful day.